Ben Noel, and I was the director of the documentary Fuerza, which was filmed here in the Goshen area and produced entirely by Goshen College students. With me today also is David Martinez, who is the producer, videographer, and translator for the project, and Benito Miller, who is our field translator. Uh, the documentary is about uh, immigration in the Goshen area, specifically from a town in Mexico called Apan. And hopefully many of you have already had the opportunity to see it at one of the showings here on campus. Uh, and so today we're going to try and give you an idea for how it was created and talk you through that process and also into what we're doing today with it. All right, so who are we? Um, it was four of us. We started out, uh, it was myself, David Martinez, um, James Weber, who is in SSD right now, um, Ben Knoll, and Katrina Dick. And about a year ago, um, James and I heard about this documentary contest going on, sponsored by Plowshares. And uh, hopefully you all know what Plowshares is. It's a, a project um, um, for Goshen College, Manchester College, and Earlham College. And uh, it was, the documentary contest had to be um, peace and justice related. Um, so thinking about what we could make the project um, and how we could make it, James and I kind of talked and uh, came to the conclusions that immigration was a really big issue and it was something that we really needed to show and that uh, many times in the media people are uh, very desensitized and uh, are not able to see the true story behind immigration. And um, so we talked about it, we were okay, we decided that, that uh, we needed two more people, and then James uh, knew Ben, and we, we knew about his uh, writing skills, so we decided to uh, join him and, and the group. And uh, some of the early, sh uh, early shootings involved uh, going to rallies, and uh, this, this was way before, way before um, the immigration issue really got started. Um, so we decided to make a documentary on immigration. A couple of months later, uh, all these rallies um, started popping up. So we were like, great, we could just go show up to these rallies, shoot some footage, and see what we can get. At that point, we were at a planning point. We were planning to, uh, to create a proposal that we could enter to this contest. The proposal included a written proposal and also a short little video. And um, while well, we started working on it and uh, we showed at some of these rallies. And uh, can we play, can we play uh, this? Um, this is what we turned, turned in, this is our proposal. So this is the very first thing we, uh, we made. Somos una fuerza laboral que necesita ser tomada en cuenta. It would probably be very difficult to fill all these jobs without the illegal uh, immigrants that we have now. Who's going to take the factory work for less pay? Nobody. Uh, all the illegal immigrants that keep coming into this country and they they come here and they are you know they are driven by jobs. 
if you go get a job, they're going to give it to a Hispanic person because they don't complain, they get lower wages, and because they, if they, you tell them you have to do this, they do it no matter what. I have heard cases and cases of abuse in the work site, in the offices, just everywhere. This lady, three months pregnant, they put her to work in a place where her belly is touching a big frame. She told the, the manager, I feel bad, I feel sick. Well, you have to finish. That afternoon, she ended up in the emergency hospital. She was about to lose her baby. Hispanic people take it. Why? Because they're illegally here and they think they don't have any rights. I think everybody, whether you're here legal or not, needs to be treated humanely. They're putting a strain on our school systems. Muchos de nuestros hijos dejan las escuelas por no tener facilidades de seguir estudiando. Ellos se debilitan y dicen, ¿para qué estudio si al final de la escuela me voy a ir a una fábrica? So keep up, these foreigners are going to take over Indiana. Never fire a shot. We're humans. We have feelings. You've got a hundred legislators, and a lot of them are totally opposed to the illegal immigrants. Period. Somos gente de paz. Somos gente de trabajo. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, from all of that two minutes and what, 23 seconds, at the end, we only used about 15 seconds. Um, and that was just because uh, all the, the um, filming that we got done that we'll talk about a, lot, a little bit more later. Uh, we entered this, this uh, video along with a written proposal of what we're, we were gonna do with this money. Uh, if we, this funding, if we were to, uh, to win the, the contest. And uh, well, at the end, um, during about, what was it, June, July, um, early, early, early in the year, we, uh, we found out that we got the proposal and that, uh, I mean, we won the, the contest and that we were able to, to continue on, um, on our planning. And uh, so we were re really glad that we got that funding because in a proposal, we had that uh, we were going to go to Mexico and uh, we're gonna make a trip in Mexico, to Mexico and kind of get a feeling of why people were coming to the, to the States, why they were going through so much just to you know be here um, and uh, be treated you know like you you saw in the in the short um, clip and uh, we we chose Apan Hidalgo and um, Apan Hidalgo is a feeder town to Goshen Goshen Indiana a feeder town is a small city that um, most of its people come to a certain area, and that certain area in the States is Goshen. And uh, well, to talk a little bit more about the trip, um, I'll invite Benito to come and talk to you guys about it, and because uh, he was our field translator. All right. Um, I was approached in May of last year uh, by James, uh, who asked me if I would join the group as field translator. 
and he said, we're going to Mexico, and I immediately jumped on it, not knowing really what the project was about or what I would be doing. And they then told me, well, you'll be conducting interviews. And I was like, oh. And conducting them in Spanish in a whole span of people. I mean, so, you know, I just said, sure. And we winged it, and we flew to Mexico City at the end of this past summer. And then at the airport, uh, we're asking, how do we get to Apan? And everybody would, Apan, where's that? Um, and it turns out, after searching maps and everything, that it was about two and a half hours drive. But the whole way, our taxi driver had to ask, where's Apan? And everybody was like, Apan, where's that? So finally, we make it there, right? And David had made one contact, basically, in Apan which was a lady uh, that was related with the cultural and tourism office there, uh, Michelle. And she, as we would find out throughout the trip, would be a lifesaver because she kept making really good contacts for us. Um, James and Ben told me, all right, if we can do two interviews a day, we should be golden. I was like, all right, two interviews a day, that's fine. So I went to bed, and then the next morning, get up. Um, and my first interview was uh, the guy was Rafael Garnica Alonso. He's the mayor of the town. And so I was obviously a bit intimidated and still figuring out what Ben and James wanted out of these interviews and so forth. Anyway, that day we did nine interviews. Um, <laughs> so we passed our quota just a little bit. Um, but we went to this inauguration of a septic tank system. And uh, we just kind of winged it because the governor of the state was going to be there. Ended up making a contact um, with a legislator that um, contacted us with Marcela, which is a lady we'll see a clip of soon, um, who has a really powerful story and has a son that lives here in Elkar. But had we not gone to the septic tank thing, we would have probably never met them. Um, we also interviewed a physician that's the ex-mayor of the town. Um, and when we went in to interview him, there was no one in the office. When we came out, there was about 40 people waiting uh, for their turn in there. We visited several factories. Um, and we wanted just to interview the factory owners. And once people got a sense of uh, what the project was about and what we were doing, um, the factory owners, well, I got a worker that says he's lived in Goshen. All right, bring him out. And story after story of these people that had lived in Goshen and worked and then come back. Um, also at the septic tank thing, there had been a story published in the local newspaper and so, since we were probably the first foreigners ever to be in Apan, maybe, um, people found out who we were and recognized us and started just approaching us on the street and telling us, I have family in Goshen, et cetera, et cetera. And so, being very skeptical at the beginning, we had this project just come to us and really work out. We went to a local school as well. Um, we spent a total of seven days in Apan um, and actually got some leisure time at the very end because we had passed our quota of two interviews a day. 
Um, then we went to the border, um, right, uh, Brownsville and Matamoros bo border, and got really fortunate once again because um, the Border Patrol contact, Ray Cervantes, that Ben again had made, um, after much dialogue, figured out what the project was about and granted us press passes to a national security uh, press conference that was happening those, those two days, the little short window we were there, and so allowed us to get in. And it was funny because there was NBC, ABC, all the major stations, all the major Latin stations, and then us. So you have all these big photographers with all this gear and me with my little digital camera. And then you have tons and tons of just big cameras filming and James' little humble <laughs> camera. And so you can just envision that. Um, after that, uh, we interviewed Ray Cervantes, the, the PR guy for the Border Patrol office there, and then a uh, professor at University of Texas, uh, Brownsville, a guy by the name of Antonio Savaleta, which basically became the backbone of our documentary-wise. Um, and so now we want to show you a clip of uh, the Marcela and Isidro um, interview, which really turned out to be one of my toughest interviews just because she was very emotional and it made me emotional. And so there's about eight minutes that you don't see of dead footage of her and I crying somewhat. So there you go. Eh, a pesar de que la que trabajaba yo sabía que llegaba y ahora ya no y es lo que yo quisiera pues ver ¿Tiene algunas palabras para compartir que de pronto si sí podemos encontrar a Isidro eh, mostrarle las imágenes un mensaje de, de usted will join us and uh, share a little bit about production back here in Goshen. Well, as you saw in this clip, uh, when Ben asked 
uh, Marcela to share, to, to uh, say something, a message to Cedar, just in case we find, find him. Um, and really, we, we were very lucky um, in finding the, that, that kind of connection. Um, it was very hard, very, very hard to try to find people, um, immigrants willing to share their story because, um, I mean, what would you do? You're in this country uh, undocumented and uh, there, there comes a couple of guys with uh, cameras trying to, you know, asking you all these personal questions and of course you're going to have a guard. So I contacted uh, several families and I told them what we were doing, I told them what our purpose was, and many of them were like, uh, you know what, I'm really busy, I'm working, you know, every day, you know, just trying to make any excuse, just not, just to say no. And um, we were able to, uh, to interview at least two or three families, and um, some of those families didn't make it into the final product, but, um, and still, it was very hard. Uh, when we interviewed Isidro, um, it was very hard for, for us to get, uh, you know, the information from him, to get his story, and um, it, was, it was difficult. Um, and uh, along with, with, uh, with uh, the interviews that we had, um, we, as I mentioned, we went to a lot of rallies, and uh, the, during a, a rally, um, one of those days, uh, um, it was May, May something, a day without an immigrant, they called it. Um, we were able to uh, shoot uh, a conversation between an opposed, and, and, and someone that was very opposed to uh, undocumented immigrants and a, an actual immigrant. Uh, so why don't we play that clip? We have to go through a system. Okay. Can talking something? Well, of course you can. Okay. Why not? Why not? I got a driver license. Why? I'm sorry. Because why not? Why not illegal people do not have a driver license? Well, because see, there's 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 a routine. There's things, steps you have to go through. Okay. You you can't you can't just come into a country illegally. I and know, I'm not saying you are. I don't know. You kind of sound like you are, but no, no, I got a paper. I got a paper. Okay. You know? Okay. But I got a lot of family, you know. Right. I bet you do. I got a lot of family. Hey, what I talk is coming here for 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 work. Right. This one. Right. Right. For do you have? Do you have? Because you know, it's a uh, you can drive whatever car. You know, it's start the police. What is asking for driver license? Uh huh. You know, you don't need a talking bad for the Mexican. Or I'm not the, saying anything bad. You don't have the. I'm not saying a thing bad. Somebody, you know? There is nothing on this sign. No, because you talk. That is, talking, that is wrong. You trying to talk the the the. You trying to talk the, the don't give a license uh, uh, the illegal people. A lot of a lot of illegal people is uh, is I know how to drive more than I think you man. Well. And See, Sarah, you can't, you can't you know necessarily what? I gotta, make that. I gotta drive. I gotta but drive a semi. Can I ask? Can I ask yeah. you a question? Do you, Do you have family back home still? Uh, right, yeah. Yeah. By any chance, do you you send your 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 money back to Mexico and everything to help your family out? No. No. no? 
I talking. Are you with him? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Only I talking. Okay. All right. Move on up. Okay? No, I talking about because he's. he's understood, but this is not the time or the place to debate it. Okay. Well, sir, why why can't they why can't if they? If you have want, if you if you want, if you want an interview, you need to go to the middle school. Okay. But can't they just have a discussion on the street? Discussions usually don't end very friendly when everything's going on today. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm friendly. Anyway. I understand. You are. I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs>
watched them with the video, highlighted parts that I liked, and then I went back through and I collected everything I had highlighted and watched a lot of it again and tried to pull everything together. Uh, in the end, we had a stack of papers, probably about an inch or two thick, uh, with all of our different interviews. We had shot, in, by the end, about 30 hours of footage total. Uh, that's both interviews and uh, scenery shots, which is called B-roll. Uh, we had interviewed about 60 or 70 different people, uh, I believe about 30 of which show up in the final project. So it was uh, trying to find a balance of, of how much do we show from Mexico, how much do we show from Goshen, and, and how do we tie these two towns together because, uh, as Benito alluded to on the trip, we found that this was an extremely deep connection between these two cities. And so how could we best show that? And so that was, that was my job with writing the script to try and do that. James uh, is on SST and so obviously isn't able to speak about the editing process, but he basically took what I had created in a script and brought all the clips together into a very rough edit. We, we did lots of little minor adjustments, a couple major adjustments, and threw in all our different B-roll shots until uh, you finally got what, what uh, many of you have seen in the final project. And so we come to the premiere with the final project um, done. And we decided we wanted to do it somewhere accessible to everyone that lived in Goshen. Um, and worked it out with 808 down on Main Street to be able to uh, premiere it there. And really advertised it and did all we could and then waited to see how much, how many people actually came. And we were overjoyed to see the amount of people that came, we came close or probably filled 808 to capacity and brought a lot of dialogue afterwards, um, which was really interesting this, to hear. It was, there was a question by a Goshen local as to whether or not uh, the Mexican immigrants wanted to immigrate. There was a resounding C or yes. Um, and then a Mexican immigrant uh, asked the same thing. Well, do they want us to uh, integrate? And the yes was a little less voluminous or whatever, but it still happened. We then premiered it also at Humble Center. And at our 808 uh, premiere, uh, Subatomico, which was the band that did our uh, soundtrack, was able to come and play a show. And that's a funny story in itself that Ben and James found them on MySpace and asked them if they wanted to uh, provide the music for the soundtrack and they agreed wholeheartedly. So we got very fortunate there as well. Since some of those big premieres uh, in, in 808 and in the Humble Center, we've also had a lot of smaller showings around Goshen and uh, in our own hometowns. Uh, we've shown it at Goshen High about three or four times. We've shown it at Bethany Christian School the other day. We, uh, James and I on Christmas break took it back to Pennsylvania where we showed it at Lancaster Mennonite and Christopher Dock High Schools. And uh, we've shown it to different local government groups. Alan Kaufman, the mayor of Goshen, uh, appears in the project many times and has been a big supporter of this project and of immigration in this area and has really worked hard with us to try and get city council to see this and even some mayor's groups that 
maybe dealing with, with similar issues in their own towns throughout uh, northern Indiana and Michigan areas. And while we had the, we uh, were able to get the DVDs, the copies of the DVDs so that we uh, began to, uh, st you know, start selling them, um, interesting thing is we've, we've mailed um, about three to four hundred DVDs so far and uh, all over Goshen, or not Goshen, uh, in, here in Indiana, uh, they've gone to California, Texas, uh, where else, Georgia, some other places, some people that I have no idea who they are, but you know, they're apparently they're, they're hearing about it and, and I think that's great and it's really something at this point, it's, there's, it's something that we can't control. I mean, uh, there are so many copies uh, spread out and uh, so we're really, uh, glad about that, and uh, well, that will conclude our uh, our um, presentation. If you have any questions, just let us know. And uh, if you're interested in the uh, uh, getting a copy of it, just let us know. All right, thank you. <laughs>